Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot podcast. I am the host, Brandon. Uh, this is episode four, uh, the Wednesday edition. Um, coming to you live from my mother's house because there is a massive blackout going on in Columbus right now. Or at least there was when I left last night. It's not supposed to be, I guess. Uh, my neighbor told me it wasn't going to be till not today, until tomorrow before they're, they're expecting to have the lights back on. I guess it's to kind of protect the grid because of all the power outages lately during a stor- due to storms. So they've kind of uh, control blackout, which they picked a hell of a week. Jesus Christ, it's so fucking hot outside. And so like, I got home at like 9.30 last night, and it was like 86 degrees is what the uh, temperature of my car said. And oh God, it felt every bit of that. I did get inside and it felt cool, but I just knew when I woke up in the morning it was so ungodly hot and it was going to be so rough trying to get everything ready and leaving and just being drenched in sweat. So I decided to come down tonight to my mother's house down here in southern Ohio. And I do love coming down this way, um, especially to my mom's house. Not so much if I have to go to like Portsmouth or something like that, but yeah, when I go to my mom's house, I'm, I'm pretty excited, typically. I mean, she's got... Nature all around her, trees, rolling hills, all the fun stuff, quite a bit of land. Uh, coming to you from, what, the ranch? Not really a ranch. We don't have any animals. There's animals all over around. I about hit a uh, deer last night uh, right near my mom's house. I almost hit two, actually. There was one not too far from the golf course. It was like four miles away. There was two right on the side of the road. Uh, luckily, didn't come in. Then there's a mail pouch tobacco barn next door, and there was a deer in front of that eating right in the middle of the road. I had to slow down, had to flash lights at the car coming around the corner, try to get them to slow down. Luckily, nobody hurt. Nobody, everybody was fine. Car got through. Deer got off the road. Hopefully, survives. Uh, anyway, if you have tuned in, thank you so much. I'm available on Stitcher, uh, Amazon, Radio Public, and Spotify. Uh, if you have listened, like I said, thank you. If you've never heard me before, I kind of ramble and rant for on Wednesdays. I'm kind of planning. I did last week 27 minutes. Probably hit that again, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, this really, Wednesday's a little bit more random. Saturday, Sundays, I mean, is a little bit more kind of, I guess, music-based, or I don't know. I don't know what it's more based on. I know I do like the five songs of the week and the Springsteen song of the week. I might split those up and start doing like the Springsteen song of the week on Wednesdays or something. I don't know. I'm flying by the seat of my fucking pants here. Uh, I haven't really went public with any of this yet, so if you have found me randomly, awesome. Um, I don't have any way to contact me if you don't know who I am. So, But if you do know who I am and you found it, uh, leave me some feedback. Tell me how what you think, whether you like it, whether there's things I should do different, or whether the mic's too loud or something like that. Just yeah, let me know. I'm all here to help out. I'm here to help you disconnect from the world a little bit. Like I said, it is, it is really hot outside. It's disgustingly hot. One of those where you walk outside and you feel 10 pounds of pressure on top of you immediately from the humidity. So, yeah, stay safe if you're out. You have to be outside. Stay safe. Be hydrated. Listen to your body. I've had heat exhaustion before. It is not fun. Uh, but no, I'm doing this for my mom's uh, dining room. This time I've got it all set up. I figured out she doesn't. her internet's garbage. Absolute garbage. I have told her for four or five years that whatever she pays for her internet is way too much because it's it's a joke. Open a Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, not the sponsor of this episode, but I am drinking it. I should stop. Nothing against Coca-Cola. I love Coca-Cola. It's just I drink way too much soda. Just too much. Too fucking much. But I came down and uh, to my mom's and her internet's garbage. It's not working at all. 
can't get it to work. I've been fiddling with it all day trying to get it to work, and just I can't. Like, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's you can't w- stream anything. You can barely you can't stream Netflix and like surf the web at the same time. Like it's it's awful. I don't know what she pays. I don't think she's ever told me. But like I said, it's it's too much. It's dial up basically. And I'm doing this through my phone through the little. I can't remember what they call it now. It's the top of my head. The little box thing I bought to plug my microphones into. Which is cool. That means that anywhere I go, I can always podcast no matter where I be on the road. When I travel. Hmm. Anyway. One thing I do hate about coming back here is my mom has snacks fucking everywhere. Like Rice Krispie Treats. Fucking can Like little bits of candy. Snickers. All that fun stuff. Cookies. Everywhere. And that shit's crack cocaine for me. Like, no chance. I have no chance living in this house of, you know, staying on a diet. It's impossible. It's stuff everywhere. And I'm always in that mindset. Well, you know, once you buy it and you think about it, well, you know, you got to get through this batch of whatever you made. Like, if you made, like, a batch of cookies. And then you decide to get on a diet. It's like, well, you know, it starts after I get done with the cookies, obviously. So, therefore, it never gets done starting. Or you never get started. Yeah. But, yeah, there, that's, like, the one thing I hate coming down here. It's just fucking candy everywhere. It's just a endless supply of sugar right into my veins there, broski. Oh. Oh, man, it's just, I don't know. Like I said, like, I can feel the heat from inside. I'm in, luckily I'm inside like air conditioning and all that fun stuff down here. Because I couldn't imagine being up there in Columbus with no air conditioning right now. Like, it is so fucking disgustingly hot. But, you know, like I said, stay safe. Keep your keep your keep your head up. I don't know. I don't think you really need to keep your head up. Eventually, they'll get the lights on. I usually think they throw those like expected those ETAs like way out because they know they can beat it. Because I think she said like eleven fifty nine p.m. on Thursday, like tomorrow, uh, for the expected time for the for uh, electric to get back on. I think they throw it that far out because they know they can beat that. So it's always like, oh, they did such a good job. It's like, yeah. They kind of, they probably were actually behind schedule. I don't know. I should ask my friend Dan where the electric is. Oh. Coke. Oh, man. Father's Day is this weekend. It's always kind of rough, isn't it? Well, not for everybody, I guess. A few people out there. I know a few friends of mine. This might be their first Father's Day without their dads. Uh, Reach out if you need help. Because, I know, this will be your... How would that work? I guess you're five without mine for Father's Day. My dad died in 2016. Um, yeah, just, it's rough. It's challenging. I don't just say it's rough, it's challenging. Like, um, I always, it kind of might sound a little bit more depressing, but I always kind of tell people with like, uh, that, with stuff like that, it never gets easy, it only gets less hard. Like, in terms of like, how you feel about it. Especially, like, how my dad went. My dad went with early onset Alzheimer's. And, uh... I wouldn't wish Alzheimer's on my, like, worst enemy at all. Like, my dad didn't know who I was for the last two years of his life. Like, not even a little... Like, no inkling when I walked in the room of who I was. Um, he would talk about me. To me. All the time. Sometimes he'd call me Tom. Which is funny. Because I'm... I'm really short. I'm 5'5". Uh, my brother Tom is 6'2". And for some reason, my dad thought I was him. I don't think he ever thought Tom was uh, me, but he thought I was Tom, which was always kind of funny. 
Nah, I knew, man. I said, Alzheimer's, it just, it just strips away who you are. Like, it takes away all your memories and all we are are our memories. Whoa. What? Okay, hold on. All we are are our memories. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a, that's, that's a fucking mouthful. All we are are our memories. Jeez. That's a way to say it. I guess that's who we are, is our memories. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, to have those stripped away, like, you just... Yeah, man, it's it's brutal. It's one of my biggest fears, really, is kind of following that same path. And that's something that's fucked me up for years. And, like, I don't know. And I didn't handle it well. Um, I guess... I don't know. I always, like, I actually have talked to people about it. It's like, well, you know... Nobody would really handle it well. I'm like, well, I think everybody out there would have handled it better than I did, because I, I was, I felt like such a failure in that time, and uh, I'm still trying to come to terms with all that fun stuff. I'm getting there, just like every, yeah, just like everything. Get better, stay positive, keep working through it. So you can do what's uh, what's that old Greg Schiano coaching thing? Um, if you're in the middle of a forest with nothing but an axe, just start chopping and keep chopping until you're out. Like, you know, just keep chopping wood, man. That's what you got to do. Like, when you're in it, or when you know you've got something you got to try and work on, you've got to just keep at it. That's what the... I mentioned the Craig Finn podcast. The That's how I remember it. He talked to Patterson Hood. And it was... Interesting, because Patterson talked about his one of his biggest fears is Alzheimer's and dementia, and like losing all these memories he's had in his life, and all these other things that he's done, or just all these all of his friends and stuff like that, never remembering anything about him anymore. And uh, that's that's why, man, I could not wish that on anybody, because everything, everything you are, is your memories, and it just takes all that shit away. It just takes it away. And it's not like one of those where it, it it'll get better, or you know, oh, you just it's like a phase or it's something like you can work. I was like, no, you just gradually just get worse and then you die. Like I started to be morbid, but it's really how it is. Like, uh, I think my dad got so bad. I'm sorry to go into this. Like, like I said, it's it's morbid, but I think my dad had forgotten how to blink by the end. Like his body had literally forgotten how to blink. Like, that's how bad it can get. Like, it's not just your mind. It's your entire body is forgetting how to do everything. Uh, a lot of Alzheimer's dementia patients die because their body forgets how to digest its food and it, you choke to death. And, yeah, like I said, I, I think by the end my dad couldn't even blink. Like, uh, it's rough shit, man. Nobody deserves to go out that way, especially my old man. He was a good dude. Great dude, even. You know what? If I was going to rank all the guys and dudes in my life, he'd have been probably number one. I know it's I know it's controversial to say that, but I think my dad's probably the best dude I've ever known. <laughs> For, you know what? Even better than Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. Now, my dad was a great guy. I love that guy. Miss that guy. Plenty of times I wish I could talk to him about stuff. We weren't ever, like, you know, ones who shared... I think I mentioned that, like, we're not a family of sharing feelings. But my dad was a listener, you know what I mean? And I, I think I've I, I've um, inherited that from him. 
where I can just listen. Like, you know, I don't need to answer your questions. Most of the time, you just got to let people get it out. And that's what I've learned. It's like, you know, holding it in doesn't do anything. You just got to get it out. You got to find that right person. You can just get it out too. Some people, you know, sometimes need to challenge you on things. I may not be that the perfect person for that. But, you know, if you just want to rant and ramble, I'm like the perfect guy because I'm just going to listen. Like, you know, I'm not going to try to judge you. I'm not going to try to um, tell you you're wrong or just try to challenge you. I mean, I will challenge certain people when they're being fucking idiots. Um, but, you know, if you just, you're frustrated or something like that and you just start, you know, letting it out towards me, I'll, I'll listen. I'll just listen and let you go. And I think that's that's something everybody needs. So I'm glad I've inherited that from my dad because I think that's what he would do. I think I've, I had those a couple times where I would just rant and rave about something and he would just kind of, he would just listen. Uh, yeah, but I do miss my dad. Father's Day is always kind of tough. No, but you know what? Yeah. Ugh, let's bring it up a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> oh, nah. I don't know. I think still connected with that. Like, you said feeling of that failure. I've always had that running instinct in me of wanting to run. Or not so much run, but just kind of disappear or just kind of go. Anytime things are starting to get tough, I always think about just packing my shit and heading. Going west, man. Chasing the sunrise or disappear. Oh, I love that lyric. Uh, yeah, chase the sunrise or disappear. Like I under, I, I identify with that. I've always, I thought about that hard, especially when shit was getting pretty rough with COVID, um, and you know life was falling apart all around me. I, I, I thought about disappearing so much, like um, permanently, whether it was suicidal or whether it was just, uh, just getting in my car and going until it ran out of gas or stopped working, and then. Wherever I was, that's where I was for the rest of my life. Just maybe found on an odds and ends, like jobs and stuff like that. Um, I re- but I still should have I should have taken off there. Not so much like the whole disappearing part, but COVID was such a chance for me. I think you know I you know a single. I live alone. Like you know, money was coming in great because you know you had the, the unemployment, then you had the ed- extra benefits on top of it. So it wasn't like I was worried about money. Um, you know, and I had all the time in the world. I should have gotten my car. I should have, like, you know, packed all my shit, kind of moved out before I'd moved out of the old apartment, or at least moved into the new apartment, then headed out, and just drove for, like, two months or something like that. Just just been out on the road, just trying to just see the state, see the lower 48, man. It's been one of my dreams forever, is just kind of get in a car and go for a while. Um... See things that nobody talks about, you know, not try to hit all the tourist shit, but just try to, you know, go out there and see America. See the real America, man. Not the bullshit they throw on the news and the division the, the bullshit that's everywhere. Jump in there and just go meet fucking people out there just, just getting by. That's the real America, man. You know, highways jammed with broken heroes on a last chance power drive. Everybody's on the run tonight, but there's no place left to hide. I god damn, I fucking hate Bruce so much sometimes. That's such wonder. That's that's that for me is the greatest line in uh, American songwriting history, without doubt. Especially because it comes in after that big fucking you know the uh, bridge there, the bomb, bomb, bomb. You know, you know. I'm not gonna fucking yeah. And then he comes right back in with the Highways Jam with Broken Heroes line, and it's just the biggest middle finger I can conjure up on him because that is brilliance beyond anything I could ever comprehend. 
it gives me goosebumps every time it happens. I can listen to that song over and over and over again. Like, just put it on repeat for the entire day. Every time that hits, I'm getting goosebumps. Every single time. Like, if I, what, the song's like four minutes? What is that? That's, uh, what would that be for an hour? I mean, what, not 20. It'd be, what, 15 times? You listen to it a little, over, a little under 15 times an hour. So, what, 15 times 20? Four? 15 times 20 is 30, 300... That'd be 360 times. You can listen to that in a day. I don't know. I can sometimes do math really well in my head and sometimes I can't, but I'd listen to it 360 times. I'd get 360 goosebumps a day just listening to that little fucking part. Tangenting about fucking Bruce again. Kind of speaking of Bruce, but not. I've been listening to the band a lot this week. Like the best, the greatest named group of all time because it is so apt. It is perfect for what they were. The band, the band is perfect. Like I've been listening to Atlantic City quite a bit. I've been listening to just, you know Up on Cripple Creek, all their great songs. Even trying to get more deeper into them because I've been they've been on the to do list for years. Because I've you know I've I've probably listened to like eighty percent of their discography, but I've never like sat down like kind of made it an initiative to be listening to them like they've always like their songs will pop up here and there and or i'll just click on random albums and listen to them but i'm you know i'm not digging in but now man i'm I'm kind of in on them and jesus they were they were incredible all of them levon is one of my favorite singers i love his vocals i love his sound i love the fact that he was the drummer too i've always really liked that when the drummer's also the singer because it just it's so far beyond anything i can comprehend i'm like how are you keeping all that in your head and also the words and like your inflection and breathing and all that stuff you need to do the sing. How are you doing that? It's awesome. Um, now that, and then obviously, you know, you have, uh, Oh, Rick Danko who has to be related to Pedro Pascal somehow. They have to be related. Like there's no way they're not. They look so much alike. It's stupid. It's kind of stupid how much they look alike. Like, there's got to be a biopic coming with him as Danko. I don't know. And like Manuel, then you have Robbie Robertson, Garth, like all of them are just wonderful. Like obviously you have the weight. Everybody knows the weight. Um, like up on Cripple Creek, even like their versions of like Long Black Veil. Like they're they're so good. They're so good. They got such a groove. Slipping and sliding. Their live version is so much fun to listen to. They'd have been an incredible band to watch live, especially in the 70s, like, their, like the late 70s, early 70s at the height of their powers. That would have been such a fun show to be at, especially if he was on some acid or something like that, <laughs> like they were. <laughs> no, man, but like I've been listening to them. That's, I listened to them like almost exclusively on the way down last night, and oh. That'd have been a really cool time to have been alive. Like them opening for, or not opening. I'm sorry. They're them uh, being the backing band for Bob Dylan. And uh, I watched the documentary about them. I think it was on Hulu. Maybe it was Amazon. I can't remember. Um, and Robbie Robertson talked about the stage fright he developed because that was at the time when you know Dylan was this folk artist, played nothing but acoustic, and then he plugged in and. To show how sensitive people also used to be, I know how everybody acts like we're super sensitive now, people lost their fucking minds because he plugged his guitar into an amp. Like, lost their fucking minds. So don't tell me today's culture is too um, you know, sensitive. Like, back then, that's all it took. That's all it took. 
I mean, it took like a lady showing a little bit too much of her calf and people lost their minds, or it took like Bob Dylan plugging his guitar into an amp for them to lose their fucking minds. So let's calm this whole everybody's way too sensitive now bullshit. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> no, but they uh, backed him and like they would get booed mercilessly by a whole, huge lots of crowds. And I guess Robbie Robertson developed like a massive amount of stage fright because of that. And he went to tour. And I know Levon, I think, stopped. I think he stopped for a while because of it. And he went and worked on um, oil tankers. And then they convinced him to come back. They finally convinced him to come back. And thank God he did. Levon's, you know, rest in peace, my friend. But he was. I loved his vocals. Like, especially, like I said, I've listened to Atlantic City a lot, which, by the way, as great as that song is, it is still somehow underrated. It is, a, oh man, like all the different versions out there all have like a little bit of extra added to it or different ways. Like, I like how Levon does um, Winners and Losers. Like, the line in Bruce's song is Winners and Losers, and I you get caught on the wrong side of that line. He says, and I'm south of the line. I don't know. I like the way he kind of changes that up a little bit. Because the way Levon sings, I don't think he can put out, like, he's not a guy who can, like, Bruce can stuff a whole bunch of words into a line. Levon's not that type of singer. So, like, you know, the way he worked that in there, I think it actually works a little bit better. Hmm. Improvement on a Springsteen song. Never thought it was possible. But if anybody was going to do it, it's going to be the band. No, I was kind of shocked. That's, like, their second most popular song on Spotify, which is weird. As wonderful as it is, and, like, they have so many great songs that uh, covers their second most popular song who are they like the ataris are they like alien ant farm no they're the fucking band they have so many great songs that a cover really shouldn't be their second best song as great as that fucking cover is i don't know man it's it's i'm glad to be kind of listening to them i need to get start getting some of their records that's what i really need to do is start kind of digging in and getting their shit on the uh, the old vinyl i need to get a new record player too that's kind of on my to-do list kind of upgrading the record player i just upgraded it like a year and a half ago and i already want to upgrade it again i want to get like a really good one i can't remember the brand i wanted but there was one i wanted i looked up the reviews and it was incredible went back to buy it and it was gone i was like god damn it i need to reset up my music room i got the speakers in the worst place like it kind of it confines the sound to like one area but I don't think I have enough speaker cable to make it go across the back of my uh, piano and uh, be on the other side where it probably would work better sound-wise. So I think I'm just going to basically flip the whole thing and like put the speakers like uh, based on the entrance and around the sofa whenever co- that comes in. Been waiting like goddamn nine months for it. But fuck, man. That's just the way things are for everybody. Getting leather in is really hard. Getting fabrics in is impossible. Getting... Uh, just the raw materials to make shit. It's getting easier now, and a lot of like wait times are finally coming down. But it was, it could happen as drop of a hat again. Shit starts going back up, especially now with the geopolitical situation. And uh, you know, keep going, Ukraine. Let's go. Keep going. Get that W, boys. <laughs> oh, shouldn't laugh. Like yeah, for real though. Hopefully the Ukraine continues to hold out, and eventually maybe they start kicking some ass. Because I know they're holding their own, so cheers to them. <sighs> Woo! I always forget about soda sometimes. It just rips my throat up. No, but I'm down in Portsmouth for a couple days. I'm going to visit, uh, I'm gonna go down to the pub tonight, see if Lauren's working, maybe hang out with him. That son of a bitch. Can't text him. Can't do anything. I can't even text right now because my mom's internet situation. It's awful. 
Like, because not only that, she's, like, in, like, a little valley, so she doesn't get great service. Like, like you hold your fucking phone in a certain place in the house. Like, you're standing on top of, like, uh, the back of the couch, holding it up to the ceiling. You might get a bar. No, but, like, yeah. Lauren texted me one day. I guess he was about to watch Stranger Things. And, you know, we. I don't think he'd started watching Stranger Things until I showed him, and he really liked it. Um, but, yeah, I haven't seen Lauren in a while. And then also speaking, I'm rewatching Terriers. That's another show I told him to watch, and now he watches it all the time. But I've started rewatching Terriers, which nobody who's probably listening has any idea what that show was because I think eight people watched it when it was on. <laughs> it's on FX now, or not? I'm sorry, it's on uh, Hulu now. It was on FX when it originally ran, uh, ran. It's basically about this old alcoholic PI. He is a PI now. He was an alcoholic police officer. He got fired, got clean, and uh, he gets caught up in this like. Uh, land build thing and oh it's such a great show very witty Donald Logue Michael Raymond James like really that's all I should say is those two actors and you should be interested in watching it because both those guys are really incredible um, I love Donald Logue I, I think he's wonderful and everything and I really like Michael Raymond James I think he's got a lot of range I think he was like the bad guy in season one of True Blood I never watched True Blood but I know he was in season one but I'm not sure who he was but I think I heard he was like the bad guy or maybe he was I don't know um, Donald Logue has been in everything. You'd see him like, oh, that guy. Uh, Harvard trained. I think his wife is in the show too, as a sister in the show. I can't remember. Maybe it is just his sister. I can't remember anymore. No, but I'm rewatching that, and the show was so wonderful. Just the way, it, I don't know. Just the chemistry between everybody on screen is wonderful. Like, every single character has chemistry within, within the scene. There's no, like, dead space. Episodes that don't have to do with um, the overall arching plot still push the characters forward in great ways, and you always learn something new. And it's such a shame it only got 13 episodes, but at the same time, I love the fact it only got 13 episodes. It makes me just imagine what they did or what they could have done. Because the show ends in a really cool way of you not knowing what happened, but if you've never watched the show, check it out on FX. It's Terriers. I was telling everybody when it was on Netflix to watch it, and I know I know Lauren watches it all the time, so I know at least I got one convert, so that brings up the total viewership to nine. <laughs> but it was a great show. I've been watching that. No, but other than that, it's... Uh, I've been trying to just kind of keep working on this podcast. I'm going to take a... I'll be right back. Oh, sorry about that. There was a knock at the door. I had to go check what it was. A package dropped off. Oh, where was I? I think I was talking about Terriers. For Love of the Game's on right now. That's a baseball movie from like 99 with Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's like shock, shock. Kevin Costner in a baseball movie. It was... It's okay. It's a little bit more of a love movie than an actual baseball movie. It's, it doesn't tell a story well enough. It's Sam Raimi, though, which I thought was kind of weird. I saw his name pop up. We really need a good baseball movie. We haven't had one in fucking... When was the last time we had a great baseball movie? Jesus. I know me and Lauren thought about doing a baseball movie. We'd have Kurt Russell as the lead. Just because he's Kurt Russell. I do love Kurt Russell. But he used to be a professional baseball... Or he was a minor league baseball player, if I'm thinking, right? Um, what's that fucking... The battered... What is it? The battered bastards of baseball? It's about his dad owning the Portland Mavericks in uh, the 70s. That was a really cool watch. I think it's still on. It should, I think it was a Netflix original, so it should be on Netflix. You got to check that one out. Ugh. 
No. I've completely lost it here. I don't know. Maybe I, I guess I should just wrap it up then. I guess. Yeah, that, that that fucking delivery thing completely killed my flow. I don't even know. I don't even know what I've really talked about this entire time. Uh, no, but I guess if you uh, do like what you're listening to, share it. Tell people about it. See if they would like it. I don't know. You don't have to if you don't want to. Like I said, I'm not sponsored by anybody, but drink Coke, I guess. Don't do Coke. Don't do Coke. That's, 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 my, that's my lesson, I guess, of the week is don't do Coke. Don't be a pedophile and don't do cocaine. There's two things on equate, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Now we're definitely going off the rails. Anyways, I guess, yeah, this should be wrapping up the Wednesday afternoon. I guess it's going to be Wednesday afternoon. I'm not sure if it's going to be afternoon all the time. I don't know. Yeah, really losing it here. Okay, this has been the Wednesday edition of Monster 8 the Pilot. Once again, I'm your host, Brandon. I am on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and Amazon for your podcasting needs. Like I said, like, share, do whatever, ask me questions. Uh, you know, it's it's been good times, I guess. Um, yeah, stay positive, get better. If you've tuned in, thanks again. Have a great rest of your week. Stay safe during the heat.